I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello, this is the Secret Mum Club. I'm Safina. And I'm Emma. This podcast is a safe space for mums everywhere. A safe space to share our secrets. Because we all have secrets, don't we? And as we know, sharing is caring. You don't have to tell us who you are. Yeah, you can keep that to yourself. You can be anonymous. And those secrets can be serious or silly. All secrets are welcome in the Secret Mum Club. So, tell me about your week. I have had... A good week. Have you? Well, I say a good week. I've been up to London. Oh. I know. Been up your ends. Um, We we went for a night in, well, I had some work to do up there. So we went for a night in London, ended up being two nights. You never believe it. Threw Colby in at the swimming pool. He swam I saw, all on his own. I saw a video on your Instagram. Oh my God, amazing. Oh, it was so good. I just, I'm so relieved he just did it on his own. Like the best decision Claire ever gave me. Yeah. Best advice, Claire, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was. So we went to, um, we did some bits around London. We did some Madame Tussauds and went to see a museum and swam loads. Nice. So great success. <laughs> How are you feeling pregnancy-wise? Because that's like walking around London for the day is major when you're in your third trimester. Um, it's a lot on the vagina, isn't it? A lot on the old... Do you feel like it's a lot on your vagina? Yeah, a lot on the crotch, a lot on the bladder. How is your vagina doing? <laughs> well, um, I my baby's been like head down engaged for quite a while. So I'm feeling like a lot of pressure like very very low down under pressure yeah can't really walk more than like five minutes without needing the toilet like my bladder is compressed do you know what happened to me today i sat on the toilet to have a wee and it was like he literally was like a plug he just went straight across and it just instantly cut off my wee stream (laughs) i just instantly stopped weeing no way couldn't get any more wee out and I was bursting for a wee but he'd just gone in such an angle that I couldn't pee wow that is wild but I'm at the point now I'm we're like fully in there (laughs) you know and I can't (laughs) I can't put my legs uh, I can't when I lie on my side I can't open my legs up can you open yours um I wouldn't say that I've, you know, I wouldn't say that's a position I find myself in tried. often. Yeah, I wouldn't say I've tried, but I I think if I imagine it now, I think I probably could. Yeah. Why can't you open your legs? Because you're going to need to open your legs to get the baby out. The head's, 
it's only when I'm mounting my cushion to the side, like when I've got my pregnancy cushion and I go on my side and I go to mount a leg and I'm like, whoa, head in the foo-foo. Oh. No, no. It's, he, and I can't. He's like that much in the way. He's that much in there that I can't open oh my, my legs God. when I'm on my side because his head, his head's oh. there. I feel like he is just going to like drop out any moment now. We're just high-fiving on the daily. On the wreck. <laughs> oh, my God. I saw my obstetrician today and she was like, how are you feeling? I was like, well, you know, a lot of pressure, very low down. Like, some days I think, like, I'm I'm definitely, like, not going to make my due date. And she was like, yeah, people often come to me and they're like, um, just, I feel like this baby's literally going to drop out of me at any second. I was like, that's exactly how I feel. Like, if I walk anywhere, I feel like this is risky because this baby might just fall out. Just plop. Which is obviously not what happens. But that's what, isn't that what it feels like? What, when you actually give birth to a baby out of your foo-foo? No, when oh. when you're, when I'm just walking around now trying to go about my daily life, I'm like, I feel like this baby's just going to come out. Like, it feels so low down. Emma, I already had a gaping vagina. <laughs> so now to have a, <laughs> what, a six pound baby in there now? Just hanging on for, t- I feel like he's like, <clears throat> at the side of my vagina, just trying to hold on. Like, no, I'm oh not ready. Oh my God. Yeah. And you've got a couple couple more weeks left than me. Who knows? I, um, do, the, do you know that it weighs six pounds? Because when I went for my most recent scan, they gave me an estimated weight of six pound eight, which is like the size of a like baby when it's some babies when they're born. What they, that's what you they think thought you were on that day? Yeah, like now. Well, I tried to weigh him on the scales. How did, how did you do that? Try to just um, rest them on the scales. Um, it Wait, did... like kitch- kitchen scales or yeah. like luggage scales or... Just my Minnie Mouse kitchen, kitchen scales. scales. So, yeah, said he's like 10 and a half pounds already. <laughs> I said it's all water. It's just a bit of water weight. <laughs> Don't mind us, Chrissy. We're just... <laughs> We're just recording a podcast here. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about us. We're fully recording a podcast and you've just walked. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm this is so like, sorry about I him. Th- this is my lodger. <laughs> <laughs> this we should explain to people. This is the first like proper episode that we've tried to do from home. And let me tell you, it has been riddled with technical difficulties. Welcome to the secret podcast. Chris clearly didn't get the memo. Chris didn't get the memo. You don't even go here. Get out, Chris. You don't even go here. You can't sit with us. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I am. Um, well, they measured like his leg, tummy, head. Yeah. And said today, because I had a scan today and they said he's like five pound three ounces. Aww. But the other day, yeah, he was, he was a whopping 10 and a half pounds according to my scales in the kitchen. Oh, so so just just double what they said. So pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere in between there, isn't there? It's going to be somewhere in between. I'm really worried about mine because if it's six pound eight now and I've got a good few weeks left, then I think it's, I think it's going to make it to like 10 pounds, nine, 10 pounds at least. Hold on, we yeah, but you haven't got a good few weeks left, Emma. Well, I've got 
like at time of record i have about three and a half weeks left do you yeah oh okay yeah 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 so it's gonna, yeah. it's gonna gain yeah. it's gonna gain some timber in that time half a pound a week is that what it is because i just don't see how i can get any bigger <sighs> I, do, yeah, I, I do feel you if i'm honest with you so many people ask me how i've got so much energy and i said it's basically a combination of gaviscon rennie <laughs> mixed with some iron tablets and a bit of laculose oh that's it i'm i'm on a whole cocktail of drugs <laughs> that's the magic formula it not only do you take something that makes you severely constipated, you then take something that gives you diarrhea. Oh. So combined together, I'm not shitting great. Let's just say that. Oh. It's just not working out for me. The iron tablets really mess you up, don't they? Because I'm on iron as well. And they really, they they play havoc with your bowel movements. Have you got black poo? Yeah, why does iron make your poo so dark? Mine's black. It looks like tar. What is that? We're healthy. I mean, I guess it means the iron Yolo. is like filtering through. So it's working, which is good. But can doc- can a doctor tell us why iron makes your poo so black? Could probably just Google it, to be fair. We could probably Google it. But it's more fun when you guys message in and let us know. Yeah. We love that. Yeah. It's more, it feels more scientific. Well, it's more fun to it's more fun to speculate. My friend told me it was about blood in your poo, but I, don't, I think she's lying. Is there blood in your what? Like a black pudding? What? <laughs> oh God, Chris ate that at IKEA this morning. Made me so sick I couldn't watch him. Now I just think, oh, there's my poo, regenerated. <sighs> oh no, that's I can't. Um, but other than that, life's great at the moment. <laughs> How has your week been? Because you've had yeah. round two party. Round two party. And I've also, don't know if you can tell my, by my voice, but I've also had a, I've also had a really bad cold. Oh, that's, uh, that's... I know, I know. Get out your tiny violins. But it's, um, it's not fun when you're pregnant and also looking after a, another baby i just have had no time and then yeah we had joseph's we had a a joint um birthday because his birthday was a couple of weeks ago but we had a joint birthday party with one of his little friends whose birthday was also um last week and we went to a soft play with 18 kids and about 40 adults so that was an intense day i just feel like i haven't it looked fun though It, it was good it was really fun the kids loved it we had an amazing dinosaur cake it was great Joseph was actually a little bit, you know, you know how he is. He was a little bit overwhelmed. Bless him. Uh, by the time a lot of people got there, he was fine at the beginning when it was quiet. And then when everyone was there and he was the center of attention, he did not like it. And um, it was like Balloon Museum Mark II because he made me carry him around the whole party for the second hour. So I was absolutely shattered. I was sweating my tits off. I'm in all the videos for Happy Birthday because he would not sit on his own and have Happy Birthday sung at him. He was freaking out. So... That wasn't a restful day. I just feel like I haven't been able to... All in all, it was a great party. A great party for everyone else. (laughs) I think everyone else had a great time. For everyone bar Joseph. (laughs) Yeah, Joseph. And me, who was knackered. I just feel like I haven't been able to, like, rest up and properly just, like, fight this cold off, get my voice back. I've been on at work on the radio, obviously, where, you know, you have to talk um, and use your voice. So it's just... uh, It's not been a great week, to be fair. It's been a whole lot of everything for you. It really has. Oh, and one of the great symptoms of this cold is that I've gone 
deaf in one ear, which, let me tell you, is so disorientating. Like it's making me feel so dizzy and like almost like I'm drunk. Do you know what I mean? It's like really- On a boat. Yeah, it's really making me feel like- just nauseous and like off balance it's just the weirdest I've never had this with a cold before it's the weirdest thing yeah no I have had it before but I I don't think I've had it pregnant Mm. it's just I don't want to you know what it's like I don't want people to say I'm moaning but you're not allowed to moan just being ill when you're pregnant and you're looking after a toddler is just not it's it's just not the one. I know. Sorry, that's it. Now I've got it out there. That's it. I'm leaving it there. It's so, it's so much controversy. Where controversy, controversy. Where I've talked about it on my Instagram is people get so mad at me because they're like, I know. "Oh, you you should be so grateful for this wonderful." I am, and I'm not moaning. I'm just literally using it as an outlay that I am struggling, and it's okay to struggle. It is. But if you came on and you were like relentlessly positive all the time, you'd be lying. Yeah. Well, I was positive today. I had my positive pants on and I was just living my life. But that's not every day. I Yeah, I did I did see you dancing in your kitchen this morning. I was shaking that tushy. <laughs> I was having the time of my life. I was ready for it. But I just, it's, it's really hard. I find at the moment, I feel like there's nothing that I can say that is the right thing to say. Mm. Like everything I say, someone's like, oh God, all you do is moan. You should be grateful. You should be enjoying this. You only get one. And I'm just like, oh, you know, sorry. Sometimes I just need a moan. But otherwise, you know, otherwise we're fine. We're doing great. We're doing great. Yeah. Yeah. We're growing tiny humans. Yeah, exactly. Cut us some bloody slack. We've been growing humans for nine months nearly. And do you know what the maddest thing is? Is there's a full-blown human inside of me and a full-blown human inside of you. I know. Did you actually see the the, the video I put up? I actually managed to capture some movements on camera. And I put a video on my Instagram stories the other day. And it was like the most like extreme movement I've ever seen. I felt like that baby's foot was going to bust out of my skin. Busting out of the seams. <laughs> Baby, keep a little tool for me. <laughs> Wasn't it? I know. That's me on the regular though. That is honestly how yeah. he has been the whole of our my pregnancy. Yeah. Is he's just full on been like... Clawing his way out. Rolling around, rolling. He just can't wait to meet you. That's what it is. I don't think he wants to come out, though. I think he's very cosy in there. Well, yeah, that's what you hope until your full term and then get out of here. Get the fuck out. What is um, full term, 36 or 37? I thought it was after 30. Obviously, you're pregnant for 40 weeks, but I thought um, full term was 37. Could be wrong. No, I don't. I don't know. Again, if you're a midwife, please do let us know. Let us know. One exciting development for me pregnancy-wise this week is that I can start collecting the old colostrum, which we spoke about before. Squeeze those nips, because I'm 36 weeks now. So get squeezing. I've been watching I've been watching videos of how to massage yeah. your breasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After you get out of the bath or shower, give them a yeah, little... Yeah, you're massaging your breasts. I'm just shaving mine. <laughs> yeah. Give, Have you thought any more about... You're going to do the old liquid gold or no? I have. I have bought a pump, a Dubai pump, because it was on offer at Tesco. So I thought, why not? Let's just buy one just in case. You know, you never know. Yeah. Um, 
and I have thought about it. I'm considering it, but I just, I feel like it's the last one and I feel like I, in my heart, I want to try because it's the last. Yeah. But I just can't get over my udders. <laughs> I can't get over feeling like Daisy the cow, like, <laughs> you know? Like, I love it for everybody, but just for me personally, just because I'm such a big unit, I'm just worried that I'm going to feel like a massive, huge cow with this no. tiny, beautiful... Give your nips a squeeze and see what happens. My nips are huge. I've got the stuff coming out. Oh, perfect. I have to wear a little pad in them. But the midwife did say not to stimulate them too much because it's a bit early. Well, this is what I'm a bit nervous about because I'm, even though I'm 36 weeks, so I can technically start doing it. I think they say it can bring on an early labour, which is not what we want. It's up to you, isn't it? You can get the little syringes as well off Amazon. I was looking the other day. Is that where you told me to get them? Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I'm thinking of doing. But I just don't want to, I don't want to get too squeezy happy before the old Centre Parks trip because I'd like to make it yeah. back from Longleat before this baby makes an appearance, you know? You could be uh, having him at my local hospital. Yeah. Well, I thought the plan was at your house, no? Yeah, we can do it either either. Yeah. I'll take it anyway. Yeah, get the honest. pool up. Get the birthing pool up. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Emma and I really want to hear from you. Yeah, we want you to join us in the Secret Mum Club. You're all welcome. You can share your secrets with us, respond to what we've been talking about, or just say hello. And there's a very special day coming up, so we want you to send in your Mother's Day messages. It can be a message of encouragement to a friend with children. Or a few words of appreciation for mums everywhere. You can even wish your mum a happy Mother's Day right here. Send them in on TikTok and Instagram. Just search Secret Mum Pod or you can email us hello at secretmumpod.com. We've got a correspondence corner here. Correspondence corner. This one is from Sherelle. What a lovely name. Stunning name. Who joined us on our first Instagram live. She says, hi, ladies. I listened to the pod whilst in labor. <gasps> it made me laugh so much and helped with the pain. My little one is four weeks old now. Lots of love. Oh, Isn't that just the most adorable thing in the whole entire world? I can't believe we're the soundtrack to some somebody's labor. I think I'd piss myself off if I listened to my own podcast in labor. I'd be like, oh, shut up. Yeah. Oh, and it helped with the pain. Oh my God, that's amazing. That is wonderful. Thank you yeah. for sharing that. Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought we'd have like particularly soothing qualities, but... Um, Speak for yourself. Good for you, Sherelle. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> Maybe with this voice, I'm pretty sexy. Hello. <laughs> I sound like I've been smoking 60 a day. <laughs> All right, we've got another email here. It says, hi, ladies. Oh, it's Gabby, the Centre Parks lady again. I never delivered any babies at Centre Parks myself, but I would say all the staff at Centre Parks are amazing. And if you were to go into labour while you were there, you would be in good hands. The lady who went into labour while on her holiday actually wrote a little blog about it. Love the podcast and thank you for reading out my message. All my love, Gabby. And we've got the blog post here. Stop it. Oh my gosh. I'm fascinated. Let's this, do it. this could bloody be me in a couple of weeks' time. All right. This is a short Also, version. she was 37 weeks. She yeah. She was 37 weeks pregnant. I'm going to be. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. 
All right, she says, here's a shortened version. Mark and I wanted to do something relaxing with the girls before the baby came, so we booked a holiday at Centre Parks. Although I was 37 weeks pregnant, I felt fine. And besides, the resort was just a two-hour drive from home. This is sounding very familiar. I packed my hospital bag, but I didn't think I'd need it. Looking back, I was naive. At 10pm on the first night, oh no... As I lay down, I felt a huge gush in the loo. My mucus plug came away and I realised that labour had started. We alerted the complex's reception too, who sent a security guard to our villa. Luckily, he was an ex-paramedic. He called an ambulance and the paramedics took me to a local midwife-led birthing centre, which was like having my own private hospital. And after eight hours of labour, my baby boy Henry was born. Oh, oh my God. This is the most beautiful birthing story I've ever listened to in my life. Oh, that should be reassuring for me, but it's actually making me more nervous. How did you just stumble across an ex-paramedic as well? What the fudge? I know, who knew Centre Parks was so full of like... Equipped. Professionals? <laughs> I'm so well equipped. Wow. Oh, that is phenomenal. I absolutely love that. What an incredible story and what an incredible thing to share for the rest of your life. I know. That's a great story for Henry to tell when he grows up as well. What a dude Henry is. Oh, well, thank you so much for sharing that. That was lush. I hope that Emma goes into labour in all honesty. So <laughs> no, I love that, but I am just hoping that that's not me. Secretly hoping it is. <laughs> Keep your fingers crossed and I'll keep my legs crossed. <laughs> I'm secretly hoping it will be, Emma. Here to tell the tale. So you can get in touch with us on anything at all. Yeah, it can be serious or silly and you can be totally anonymous. Because between us, we've probably heard it all before. And remember, we're all in this together and we know that we are. We're all stars and we see that. Each week, we'll be sharing our secrets and yours in the Secret Mum Club. So here's my secret of the week. I'm about to blow your big colostrum boobies off. (laughs) (laughs) I have lost my plug twice. (gasps) And I'm not just talking about my... What? I'm not talking about my phone charger plug. No, no, no. I'm talking about that plug in my vagina. You're not talking about your bath plug. You're talking about your mucus plug. My mucus plug, yeah twice hang on hang on hang on hang on hang on back the fuck up what i thought that meant you were like in labor what the hell it regenerates what like like doctor who like it just or like a like a starfish's arm yeah just rebuilds back up you're joking i had no idea neither did i also never lost it with the other two Never, ever seen what it was like. <gasps> I literally thought a, a jellyfish had fallen out. I was like, <gasps> oh, oh, my God. I found it. It's not minging. I was just like, wow, I found a jellyfish. Chris was like, where? I was like, in my fufu, obviously. Hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I need some more information. What, like, what happened? Where were you? How did you realise what it was? What was it like? Was it just like a jellyfish in your pants? I basically sat on the toilet and I just felt this like a... <sighs> like a suction out and I was like oh that's weird so wiped and it was on the tissue and it was just it's literally like a just a clear size of maybe a 10p piece mucusy jellyfish like with some blood in it so I took a picture of it and showed the midwife 
what and so hang on so that's that's happened twice twice and they've just told you like oh that doesn't mean you're going into labor you can just carry on as normal well i did go and have my cervix checked because obviously we've had a lot of right. we've had a lot of things with my cervix through the pregnancy, so I did go and get myself checked mm. at the day unit um, to make sure that my cervix was closed and to make sure I wasn't leaking any fluids or anything like that. And all was perfectly fine. They were really happy, and they said it's it can it can go, but it doesn't mean labour's going to start. Wow, I've never heard of that before. It can regenerate. Okay, and then so and then it happened again. So what was the second time? Basically just the same, but it was more like a like it was more brownie, so it was clear, but it had some brown in it and blood in it, but it was like um like an old period blood. Yeah, I feel like that's what they call I I had a little bit of that before I went into labor with Joseph and I think they call it the, is it the bloody bloody show? I think it's called the bloody show. But again, that is another sign that... Bloody show. It's a bloody show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bloody right old show. We're having a right old show here tonight, guys. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've heard that they call it the bloody show. But I... Yeah, nothing. We've not had anything. Not had... Like, no waters have gone or anything like that. I've had contractions, but I've had contractions really sporadically. Along with my Braxton Hicks. So so basically, are you just in like the world's longest labour? I hope not, because I don't want to like just give birth on the toilet. But this is the thing that I mean, like how do you, how do you like know when it's coming now? Do you know what I mean? Like it could be, it could be any time now. Or like if that happens again, you might not think you're in labour because you'll be like, oh, my, my plug's just gone for a third time. But then that might be the time that you're actually in labour. Like, how are you supposed to know what's even happening now? I don't know. I think you've just got to... This is the scary thing about, like, being pregnant, isn't it? And I feel like this bit is the bit that's not really ever spoken about. Is the bit, like, you're just waiting for the day. Well, and, like, what's happened to you? I've literally never heard about happening to anyone else. So that would make me, like... Has it made you so nervous about when, like, when it's coming? No, I, I don't think so. Because I'm not... Because I think, it, had it been my first baby, I think, yes, I think I would be panicking. But I think because I've had two babies, so I know what contractions feel like and I know kind of what to expect, it kind of we're not there. So I kind of just a bit like, oh, well, he's happy in there. He's moving. He's safe. I'm being monitored at the hospital. My waters haven't gone. Like I can feel him moving. Like there's not much else really we can do other than just keep waiting. But I feel like this bit isn't the bit that's not spoken about, is it? It's just the waiting game. Like you don't know one when it's your first baby, what to expect, what it feels like or what should be coming or what should be happening it's kind of like no one knows yeah it's so weird and it's like when you're having a natural labor like I did last time you're obviously just like waiting and it could come at any any moment in time but like because obviously I'm having cesarean this time the experience is so different I feel like I'm kind of because I want to make it to that c-section date with the baby as full term as possible I feel like it's a lot more pressured this time because it's like if you were, if I went into labor before it was just like I'm in labor and I'm having a natural labor and that's fine and you just go into hospital and you carry on whereas now I feel like it's like a lot more pressured because I'm like trying to make that date that I've got set for the cesarean and like if I don't make that date like what happens do I go into hospital and I have to give birth vaginally like 
I'm like more nervous about it this time in a way because there's like a deadline on it that I need to get to. I think though what my midwife said is if you are elective you can if you go into labor you can still go in and say I still want to have my cesarean. Yeah and that should be fine because obviously like you're normally in labor for quite a while before you have a baby so there should be time to go to surgery and and still have everything go to plan and all that stuff but I'm just like... I'm almost wishing away the last weeks of my pregnancy now because I'm like, oh, I just really want to get there. You know, I don't want anything to like happen that's going to kind of throw the plan off. It's just a weird, yeah, it's just a weird feeling kind of not just not knowing what's going to happen. No, but it's, I also do find that it's quite fun. I mean, obviously it's so exciting. I can't, I cannot wait. But it's just, it's like a... But also I'm like... We're waiting for Christmas, but we don't actually know when it's coming. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. That is wild though. I can't believe that. That's mad, isn't it? That was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. And it wasn't... nuts though. That wasn't Dots or Cobbs this week. Just me. That, I think that's, that's the new baby's first secret. I feel like I'm having a lot of time on my own at the moment, you know? I'm feeling very with myself, you know? Do you feel like that? Yeah, at one with yourself. I wouldn't say I'm at one, like at peace with myself. I'm just really pissing myself off, you know, because it's just a lot of me, you know? I'm not really, I'm not really going anywhere. I'm not really doing anything. I'm trying to rest up because that's what the midwife is said to do. I'm trying to stay busy in the house, but not do too much. And I just, it's a whole lot of me, you know? Yeah, that's nice though. That's nice to have that for the last few weeks because let me tell you, I don't know what time to myself feels like. I don't I don't know. I think I'm just irritating. Like I've, I feel like I've got a secret about myself because that's a whole lot of me tab. <laughs> me in the toilet. Yeah, but, it, but it's like, that's what's happening to you. Like every, every day for us now, there's no escaping these pregnancy symptoms. It is wild. All up in your face. All up in your grill. There's no getting away from it. It's like... It's all up in your vagina. It's all up in your crotch. It's all up in your bladder. It's all up in your pelvis. It's all up in no your... getting away from it. Titties. 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 <laughs> but yeah, there we go. So that was my secret. And um, next, we'll be hearing some of yours on the Secret Mug Club. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. This is the Secret Mum Club, the safe space for you to share your secrets. We've got three secrets from you we're going to be discussing this week. So Emma, hit us with number one. All right. This says, hello, Soph and Emma. I travel a lot for work and have only recently discovered your pod. I am in my auntie era and hopefully will get to be a mum one day. So I've been using your pod as a way to brace myself for the future. I had an experience when I was looking after my nephew. He was only a little thing, but he kept grabbing his willy and crying. (laughs) I spoke to my sister-in-law about this when I dropped him home and she responded with, oh yeah, he's discovered his foreskin. (laughs) And then swiftly moved on with the conversation. Is that a thing? It's not the sort of thing I would know how to Google. Yeah, I probably wouldn't. So here I am asking the Secret Mum Club. Thanks in advance, Miriam. Beautiful name, Miriam. I love the name, Miriam. Google, don't Google foreskin, you will be arrested. Yeah, especially not. Can you Google foreskin? Especially not like child foreskin. Don't even, don't even go there. I don't think we've reached, I don't know if you remember with Colby, Soph, but I don't think we've reached that stage of discovery for Joseph yet. Not specifically foreskin, but he has discovered that he's got a willy. And the only time he really mentions it is when I drain all the water out the bath and he likes to keep sitting in there. And then sometimes when all the water's gone, he just kind of points and laughs at his willy. <laughs> it's almost it's, it's almost like he's like, oh, I've got a willy. The other day I drained all the water out of the bath and he goes, oh, hello, little willy. <laughs> it's just so funny, the willy, isn't it? Like, what? Where did you come from? It just must feel so funny in the bath. Like, it just must be so cold I know. and just hanging there. Yeah. I know a lot of like baby boys as well when they um they get to an age where during nappy changes all they want to do is grab their willy and that's happened to a few mum friends of mine and they're just like nappy changes are a nightmare now because it's just just willies willies everywhere. I'm going to be brutally brutally honest and throw an absolute curveball in there. Colby has never ever 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 been fascinated with his willy. Ever. Really? We never had an issue of grabbing the willy, playing with the willy, touching the willy. It's just, he just never, never done anything. Never. The only time he did was when the blood rushes to them, which is a Mm. good thing at this age, but it's something, again, no one ever talks about is that your little boys, willies, have all the blood rush to them, which is just proof that they work. And no one tells you what to do. And then they just run at you with this... Willy, and you're like, ah, ah, just, I'm just chucking cold, chucking cold water at it, like, oh god, <laughs> chucking a wet flannel, like, oh fuck, I don't, I don't know what I'm meant to do, but no, that's the only thing we've had, but no, never ever been interested in his. Wow, Willy, I think just, I think we've we've spoken briefly about the the baby boners before, and they are very unsettling. It's hard. You don't, you don't want to. S- yeah, you don't want to don't want to come across like you're being crude, but it is again something that I never knew it before having a little boy, and I was just like, "Fuck, what am I meant to do?" Like, I don't know what I'm meant to. You you feel in a way you feel so bad, don't you? Yeah, it's just like obviously it's perfectly innocent in a in a baby or a child, but it's obviously just like the connotations of it are so wrong. Like just like. You're like, oh shit, my baby's got an erection. What am I supposed to do? Yes, with that? and you feel just uh, you honestly, it's the most horrific, horrific thing because you just feel so 
awful in yourself because you're just you just are so out of your depth. But I think with anything, as long as you don't pay any attention to it or make a big deal about it, they kind of just forget, don't they? Yeah, and luckily it doesn't happen very often. So those those awkward moments are few and far between. But but yeah, little boys and their willies. Enjoy auntie life because it is the best. Truly, I love being an auntie and I feel so lucky that I got to have mine for so long before I had my own children. So yeah. Okay, so that leads us on to number two. All right, this one says, Hello, lovely Soph and Emma. My almost 18-month-old has chipped his front tooth. Oh no, he's only 18 months. I'm absolutely devastated and heartbroken. I'm not sure why I'm so upset, but it's also day one of the period. And that is certainly not helping. I just feel like his perfect wee teeth now has one chipped broken one. I feel like I've cried so much over something so silly. What do I do? Will a dentist even fix it? Lots of love, Clarice. Oh, that's not silly at all. That That is actually quite devastating they're perfect little teeth it's actually that's super super sad oh do i i feel so sad for you because i know how heartbroken i would be mm. i don't think the dentist will do anything because it's it's just their milk teeth or well, i don't say that that was really wrong of me to say just their milk teeth his baby teeth i think they'll just say to wait until his big ones come through but there's no harm in asking there's no harm in going and just checking you might want to just check like all the root and everything's all okay and that it didn't damage anything any higher. But it might it might give you some peace of mind if you go to the dentist. Yeah, oh. that's what I was gonna say. The only saving grace is that they it is only their milk tea. So it'll fall out and they'll get a nice they'll get a nice new one. But yeah, that must be so easily done as well, because they're just like chucking themselves around and getting injured and yeah i'm surprised that doesn't happen more often actually and they're so soft aren't they then milk teeth where they're so they're not their permanent teeth it's like a different type of tooth if that makes sense i don't know how to explain it because obviously colby's and now dots has started losing her teeth but the teeth are like different so it's yeah so I, yeah i didn't i didn't know that i was gonna say joseph's definitely don't feel softer than normal teeth when he bites my fingers which he's taken to doing now um he likes to watch me say ow so so he, he, he bites me i think they're still hard <laughs> but i feel like the teeth grade between like their milky teeth and their big teeth now like they were almost transparent colby's like a little bit of a like not a solid white tooth they're like a little bit off oh, whereas his... yeah maybe they're not as maybe they're not as like durable because yeah. they don't have to last for as no. long do they they only have them for a little while yeah that's what i was trying to get at like his his oh. big ones now are such a solid color like a solid thick color but yeah i'm so sorry clarice but do cry because i would cry I might even cry later in bed about it. I would cry too. Also, when are you even supposed to take your baby to the dentist? Because it occurred to me the other day that I've never taken Joseph and he's had teeth for ages. Uh, Dotsy only just had her first dentist because she's lost two teeth. So we took her just to get it all checked. And she's five. Oh, okay. Right, fine. Yeah, I've got loads of time. I don't know. I could be completely wrong. Again, the dentist might tell you, um, might say otherwise. So I would say let us know if there is if there is an allotted time but i just have never i just thought until they get their big ones we don't need to worry i also just feel like they're not going to sit there and like 
you know, be compliant and open their mouth and let someone have a fiddle around inside there, are they, when they're like two? No, maybe not. To be no. fair, Dottie, Dottie okay. didn't want to do it at five, so. Yeah, I can imagine she didn't. She's like this. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, great. Right, let's have the last secret. Okay, it says, hi ladies, I've got an embarrassing tale that my mum told me about my brother. He was the only child and grandchild on both sides of the family for three years and then all of a sudden he had two new babies to compete with for attention. My mum and her sister had me and my cousin at around the same time. My brother was not at all happy to share the spotlight so my mum thought getting him a doll might help. He loved his doll and enjoyed bringing it everywhere they went because my mum's doll went everywhere too. That was her. One day they went shopping at the mall and they had to stop to feed the babies mid feeding my mum turned to see what my brother was doing only to see that in the middle of the mall he had also lifted his shirt up and started nursing his baby as well i love listening to you guys mel in canada isn't that just the most adorable thing <laughs> that that is the cutest thing and also just makes me think of joseph because i'm thinking of getting him a doll so that he can like mimic feeding when I have to feed the new baby. And if he, if he did that, I would just... Die. Oh. You'd be so... Your heart would melt. I would just... My heart would actually just explode. It's just too much. That is so... That cute. is so... And as well, it's a boy. A little dude doing it as well. Oh, oh I love I that. Love that. These are really lovely secrets this week. That is such a sweet one, isn't it? What I know. Mel, you said that was embarrassing, but I actually think that is makes it's your brother adorable. sound really cool. Yeah. What a dude. I just think how lush, though, that your mum just embraced that and was just like, yeah, she's got to do his feed as well. Yeah, exactly. That's what they do. They copy you. I um I put up an Instagram post this week about how to, whether people had any tips for kind of introducing a second child after having a first child, because obviously... Joseph's about to get a sibling and he's not going to know what's hit him. And people's comments were so lovely and people came through with some really good um, advice on my Instagram comments. But that was one of the ones that I definitely think we're going to do is that when I have to feed the new baby, because I think that's something that Joseph might really struggle with, especially because I'm planning on breastfeeding. He's quite possessive and clingy. And I think he might find it hard to see me breastfeeding another baby so somebody said get him a dolly and all the feeding stuff and a bottle and whatever and he can just pretend to feed his baby when you feed your baby which I thought was really nice so I definitely think that's something that we're gonna do well that is really nice and I said to you the dolly worked great for us with Colby but we got the dolly from really early on I think we had the dolly from I think I want to say about 12 weeks but we used to put like the dolly in the bed and Colby used to put dolly to bed and then we used to do like bedtimes and they matched bedtimes and things like that and we used to have a little bit of quiet time or when the bed was out so I found it really good the whole working around the working around the dolly and Colby loved it and the moment she was here instantly literally just loved her well he did call her dolly for a while Aww. when she was here and I was like no no it's, <laughs> it's, it's dotty but he um he took to it really great and he was the same age as Joseph is having his sibling yeah you know yeah so joseph now is the same age as colby was when dotty came yeah to what he will be when your baby comes so yeah i'm definitely really nice. yeah i'm gonna apparently he plays with the dolls a lot in nursery so i'm definitely gonna give it a go see how we get on take him to the sh- are you gonna take him to the shop to pick it 
I should. Yeah, I should do that, shouldn't I? And he can pick like a bit, like if you went to yeah, that's a good Smith's idea. Toy Store, he can pick like the baby grow as well as the baby. And there's girl dollies or boy dollies. Yeah, that would be cute. He's. I've been really torn on like how much to push it because I don't want to like, I don't want to wrap, you know, ram it down his throat and like, I want to make the most of it just being like the last few weeks just him and like make him feel special and not be going on about the baby all the time. But then also I'm like, we do actually really need to prepare you for the baby. this life-changing <laughs> event that's about to happen as well. So yeah, I've been torn about like how how hard to like push the message, if you know what I mean. But I think probably three and a half weeks out now is probably a good time to um, to start doing I it. I think um, with anything that we've learned in the time of me doing this podcast, well, us doing this podcast, is that my children respond well to just letting it be what it will be, mm. you know? And that's the same with you. You're kind of the, the you'd rather just let Joseph just figure it out, which I think is a really lovely way to do it. And I think, I think we sometimes, we forget how resilient children are. And I think Joseph's going to really shock you because of how loving your home is your home is really loving you're a great mum, and I just think he's just gonna it's just gonna be a wonderful experience for you and I just think you're you'll truly be shocked I think by the the experience because even if it is hard or if it's easy you get to see your babies together and I, I think that just outweighs it and I just think you just gotta wrap yourself up and take every day as it comes and just enjoy them as two people yeah I am so excited I'm so excited for that I think um yeah they're more adaptable than you think aren't they either that or he's going to be like what the fuck have you done (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) why is this baby not a cow why is it not mooing oi dickhead Thank you for sharing oh. your secrets this week. Everyone is welcome in the Secret Mum Club. Yeah, and if you want to share your secrets with us, you can. The email is hello at secretmumpod.com or we're Secret Mum Pod on TikTok and Instagram. Have you Googled foreskins? <laughs> <laughs> or have your little ones copied you breastfeeding? Do let us know. There really is nothing too outrageous. <laughs> and keep an eye out for our Thursday episode. And we'll see you next time on the Secret Mum Club. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.